Hey, Chapin, are we recording? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast bright and early this Saturday morning. Hey, look, tomorrow is church day for many of you, and uh, we're going to show about kink and BDSM. How about a crossover, right? Let's talk about religion and BDSM. Yeah, I know, right? Now, look, we were going to do this as a quick show, but eh, that's not going to work. So this is going to have to be... This show is going to be a broad overview about the shows that we're getting ready to do because Wall Street came up with this idea, and I think it's going to be great. BDSM and religion of the world. We're going to talk about it right now. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. You guys are absolutely going to dig this. Thanks a lot for joining the K101 podcast bright and early this Saturday morning. I'm your host, Mr. Novanilla Trist. I am not in the chat right now because I am currently on a boat somewhere in the ocean. We're on a boat. Take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. Hey, um, welcome to the K101 podcast that might actually get us kicked off the air. It could happen. Uh, Real quick note, just so you guys know, it's never happened before in studio, but it happened today. Um... As I look around the Panasia Gallery, you know, I'm going to preface the story. As I look around the Panasia Gallery, over, uh, we're still missing the Andy Cam right now. So over in the Andy Cam area, fetish model Emily Rose. Hello. How you doing, baby? Pretty good. You know I love you? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure of it. Over in the interactive producer chair, Wall Street. <clears throat> A reading from the second book of Samuel, chapter 11, verse 4. And David sent messengers and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanliness, which basically means even God hates period sex. This is what a Catholic education gets you. Thanks, Wall Street. Thank you for my... Over in the sound engineer area, Sparky, how you doing, dear? Yo, what's up? Nada. My video producer this morning is Chapin. Hello. How you doing? I'm great. Did you bring any extra rum? That was your job. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So um, something that's never happened in the in the K101 podcast in the in the Novanilla Studios before is uh, <laughs> now my eyes all itchy. Sparky comes down in the studio, <laughs> and it, it, I'm going to set this day. Wall Street's in the interactive producer chair. Fetish model Emily Rose is sitting in a chair in front of Andy. I'm standing over here in my station. Chapin's over in her area, over there, and we are all. Dead silent. Dead silent. <laughs> I think they get the hint. And she she comes in and she goes, the hell's going on down? What are you guys doing? I said, this is the quietest it has ever been in this studio with this many people in here. What are you guys doing? And well, she goes, we're reading the Bible. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I laughed that and, hard. And we were like... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because that is kind of funny. That, that's literally what we were doing. We were actually reading the Bible. We were that, reading the Bible in preparation for the show because we, during the pre-show, kind of between shows, we, we came up with this. Oh, shit. You know, did this? Hang on. We have to double check this before we actually take this to the air. And we went to look for the thing and we couldn't find it. So, shit. <laughs> One more thing that we were like, no, that's how that's supposed to. Oh, no, that didn't happen either. All right. Damn. All right. <laughs> so we're talking about. BDSM and religions. We're going to start off with Christianity. Uh, we're we're going to cover Christianity, Judaism, Judaism uh, Islam, Islam, Hindu. We're going to lightly touch on Hindu and Buddhism. We're going to lightly touch on Hindu and Buddhism. We're going to try and knock this out in one segment. Probably not going to happen. Probably going to be a 30-minute show. It, it could be a 30-minute show. We'll, we'll try and knock through it quick just so we can kind of set an overview as to what this, you know, what, what the next shows will look like. I'm going to urge you right now, viewers, kind viewers, subscribers, people who love our show if you have something to say drop it in the comments below make sure you put it in the chat you know keep your comments nice and productive better to catch flies with honey than with vinegar kind of thing and if you are an authority if you're a clergy member for any one of the religions we aforementioned even if you're part of the flying spaghetti monsters group you can go ahead and message us directly to give us more knowledge for when we do each individual episode for that religion. So, nvtrist at gmail.com. Reach out to Wall Street. His Twitter's below. Reach out to me. My Twitter's below. We, you message us directly. We're here to help out. We're here to make sure we're giving out the best information that we can possibly give out. I, I would say, as the atheist, you can't hurt my feelings. So, by all means, please feel free to con If you want to contact someone, contact me. We'd love to, particularly... Clergy, we want to make yeah. sure we are giving you right in the correct information. Yeah. If we are wrong, and, and we know many yeah. of you people in the clergy, you people, many of you people in the clergy have you know your different your different sects of Christianity. I said sects of Christianity. This is already going downhill. It is really um, in in the different denominations of Christianity. We'll say um, you're going to have different interpretations, and that's okay. I know. I think as as intellectuals, we can all get along on that sort of thing. There's, so. there's like 20 versions of the Bible for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> that was, that's a funny story, actually. Envy and I, uh, when she asked me one day, I, I'm born and raised Catholic. She asked me, she said, so what version of the Bible do you use? And I'm like, the Holy Bible. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. <laughs> Because her father, you know, went to seminary. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you guys get like 40 different versions of the Bible around here, which has always been one of my griefs with Christianity. I'm like, you know, there's we're basing our religion around this one guy who walked around the planet, right? And he gave us one prayer. And if you look in the Bible, there's three different versions of it. You would think between 44 people, we would all have that one thing right. He's well, like, here's one paragraph of things that you should probably say. Well, for crying out loud, and there's you four different gospels. I mean, What's that? There's four different gospels. Oh, there's you know? more than four. All right, pop, there, there's only four that pop we use. Pop quiz, right? pop quiz. Go ahead. Peace be with you. And also with you. And with your spirit. Ah, oh, yeah, see, we can't even agree on that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It, it, it sh I was raised and also with you. Yeah. But Google, it's Google, been changed. Google John Mulaney and with your spirit. It's yes. amazing. Oh, that, that was a funny. I like that bit, too. That's funny. That's the second John Mulaney bit we've talked about in the same hey, week. I, 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 he, I, he's kind of, I love him. That's yeah, he's funny. he's funny. He's funny. My, my favorite comedian right now, Chad Daniels. Go. I have to say, even the Lord's Prayer. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you, at the very you, end, you, we have one. That guy gave us one prayer, yes. the Lord's prayer, and we can't even agree on that. I want to say Amen, and then no, there's more there. No, like, there's more at the end of that. What? Depending on depending on which church you're going to, it stops where you have two extra lines at the end. You have is it trespasses or is it is it debtors? You, you, nobody can decide. Come on, seriously, pick one. Pick it. I work in finance, so I vote debtors. <laughs> Actually, let's up it to debentures. Forgive us our debentures. All right, cool. We've wasted three and a half minutes. Let's All go. Right. Um, so, yes, uh, I, I got the idea for this show really twofold. One, I didn't get the idea for the show. Uh, Mr. MVT has been talking about doing this forever. He did say he wanted to have a member of the clergy in here, but he's been dragging his feet. Um, I'm going to be honest. I would, hey. I would actually have to go to church and establish a great relationship with my pastor. You, made it, to to let you know. made it sound like you had someone like. I had a couple. I have a couple different people. I just I don't have the courage to go in and ask. <laughs> You made it sound like it's like, oh no, he's totally on board. All right. Oh no 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 that's that's that no that was I that was for the professional series. Okay, professional clergy as opposed to unprofessional no, clergy. No no I, I wanted to do a professional. I'll tell you about it. I'll be later. All right. The other reason so why I wanted to push it up is um, if you have not read what happened in NOLA about a week and a half ago, um, <laughs> Google it. Um, I, I don't want to put out their names uh, because I don't know if they. I mean. I don't know if they want this notarization, so I'll be polite. Let me tell you, uh, one of the two women involved in that incident, I am now following on Twitter, and I am in love. So <laughs> if you want to know who she is, Google it. Her Twitter handle is up there. She is discussing it on Twitter. You, you, can, you can say what the incident was. All right, yeah. So essentially what happened was um, there was a priest in New Orleans who had closed down the church, I guess, after hours. And was found having, uh, they didn't really specify what it was, sexual relations, because he was half-dressed. So they didn't say which half of them was still on. Half-dressed with two dominatrices uh, on the altar. And the, the one of them had posted in her Twitter, I get to go to church and defile the altar. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you, this, this woman on Twitter, um, you think I'm into CBT? Wow. <laughs> You showed I, I, me a video before show. Yeah, oh I saw my it. God. I saw, the, I saw the, the drill bit and went, okay, I'm done. We flashed around the video, and I, I tagged it, and I said, I'm yours. Take me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this. He's dead serious. We need to talk. Yeah. Well, she already, she he already he like, wants coffee. She already liked my response. So oh, there you go. She knows who I am now. So maybe I, maybe I will tag <laughs> maybe her. Maybe you will tag her. Um, hey, maybe we'll have her on the show sometime. By all means, oh if, you, if you ever find yourself. And now I have to change my pants. Right. Uh, <laughs> where's the pillow, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, anyway, so they, they all three people were arrested, the priest and the two dominatrices. Now, here's what I think is interesting. Um, they were found out because apparently the church was unlocked. Yeah, the church was unlocked, and I, th I believe they were within sight looking through a window. And that's the key. So th that was my initial question. The reason they were found out is that somebody had heard noises and went in and saw it and called the cops. My question originally was, where's the crime in this? And I read further into it is they're being charged with obscenity. So right. what obscenity. they did per se wasn't illegal. The, the reason they're being charged with obscenity is the police could argue they were doing it in front of a window. Yeah, they so, were doing it in front of a window of a, shall we say, public building. Yeah, so it's it's, yeah, it's, it, it's it, like it, a— It falls under the obscenity laws where if I want to have sex with fetish model Emily Rose, yeah. I'm allowed to do it in my bedroom if my windows are partly—if my curtains are partly open. But if I do it against the motel room window yeah. with the with the big— you know, full glass things drawn open. I can get busted for obscenity on that Let's one because schedule. I'm not saying we, I'm not saying we, we can. I'm, I'm saying if you don't mind getting a record for it, <laughs> I feel like I mean, you should go to the. I Eden have a after. thing for cops. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! I smell I smell a scene brewing. <laughs> so it, it's an interesting case because they were kind of charged with like this misdemeanor, and the question is, 
while they're not being charged with you know having sex in a church, they're being charged with public indecency. Would they have been charged if it wasn't two dominatrices and a priest in a church, or would have they cops just kind of let it slide? So that's the argument everyone's having right now. No, I, I think it was just if someone on the street could see what was happening. Let's pause for a minute, though. You, you, that's the key word. Could nobody did? They 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 didn't. They weren't. The article I read said they were seen. Uh, that's not what I read. What I read, and maybe I, you read a different article. What I what I read was they were found out by someone who heard noises, opened a closed door, and physically walked in and saw it that way. And but what they, I what I what I read was, uh, the lights were on in the church. Right. The person went to go to open the door, walk, walk past a window, and could see them. Ah, that's I didn't hear that part. I heard the lights were on, and they went over to investigate, and they yeah. opened the door, and then they saw it. It wasn't they saw it through a window. No, this was the one I said was they saw through a window. That person opened the door and confronted. All right, long story short, place. if you're gonna fuck in a church, cover the windows. Yeah, cover the problem windows. Problem solved. Do, right. the, do, do the churches with the stained glass. Don't use the, don't use the pane glass. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. Or turn the lights off. Come stained glass. There, I said it. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> terrible. How much do you think the average church jizz mopper makes? Hmm? How much do you think the average church jizz mopper makes? Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. I just said, oh my God, on the truck. Right. I thought that was called the choir boy's hair. Oh, All right, you know God what? See, in heaven. <sighs> this is already Forgive me, Father. Oh my God, I'm going to pull this show over. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, Father. She knows not what she does. I mean, she does know. She but, knows you know, exactly yeah. what she's right. doing. <laughs> so I immediately started to do some research on BDSM and religion, and I thought this would be like an article that we could flesh out into two segments. And, and now we're 10 minutes into the first show. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I, what I found was this huge onion, and I barely peeled back yeah. the outer layer. So what this is going to be is a primer. We do want to do at least one follow-up show on Christianity. Um, I, I, she's probably okay if I say this. Twisted Janie is, is of the Jewish faith. Uh, so. <laughs> she mentions it every time she's here. I don't here. know if she's actually said it or not. But um, what? I, I would love to get her perspective, and if she knows people, um, get in, them in on it as well to hear about that. So. I, I, I can think of a few Jewish people, people, people of the Jewish faith that I know that I might be able to get to come on and show. Cool. Um, so we're, we're going to do a very high level, the major religions, what do they say, so on and so forth. All right. Um, we'll start with Christianity. Start with Christianity. So we'll, we'll say there's a lot of consistency when you look at the three major world religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Uh, Christianity is the elephant in the room. Uh, according to the, oh, by the way, the article today comes from Lovegasm, and uh, it, it quotes Christianity as the world's largest practicing religion, which I didn't, I always thought that was Buddhism was the largest because there's know. like a billion Chinese people who practice it. Um, I don't know. Well, when I was in college, they they did say Christianity was. Yeah, so, because we have all of Europe, all of America. A billion Chinese people. All. A billion Chinese. There's people. seven billion people. That's only one seventh of the world. Right. My point is that that's all right. Whatever. I just. Yeah, I was but, always but told everybody's it was a Christian. Remember, like how many of them are actually practicing Christians? There's so many countries where you're a Christian because you're part of Well, anyway. you know, it's funny. I studied Buddhism in college, and, and one could make a strong argument that Buddhism is not a religion. It's a philosophy and a train of thought. Right. Um, okay, moving forward. The show. All right. So while looked down upon by religion, the argument can be made that nothing about BDSM is inherently sinful. 
Um, regarding BDSM, agree. So uh, BDSM essentially is based on consent. There's nothing that happens that has not been pre-negotiated between all participating parties, even when sex is involved. There's a strong argument that the sexual component doesn't violate any specific religious doctrine. And this is where, when people ask me, when it comes to my faith, you know, they, they find out that when they found out that Envy and I were, you know, living a BDSM lifestyle, they would see her collar. When people see M, M you know, fetish my and the rose, wear my collar. Um, when they find out I'm a photographer, and I and I do erotic or I do boudoir pictures, um, the first thing they go is like, "You can't do that. That's like against your religion." And I go, "What's against my religion?" Because you don't know what. You, first of all, don't assume what I'm doing, because what I would do with envy in our bedroom, none of that violated anything in the Bible. Anything. Um. If I'm taking, if I'm taking pictures, be it boudoir or erotic, if those pictures are for the person or for the subject, that's for them. Where is that wrong? In in my religion, show me in the Bible where that's where that can't be. Because we just <laughs> we just spend a good fifteen minutes between shows ripping through every Google article we could find, and there's not a lot in there. And, and that's exactly the key. Show me where it says you can't do this. And that's the argument that many Christians who practice BDSM take, because ironically, the Bible is quite mum on sexual practices. Um, it's, it does state, here's what we did find, um, that sex should only be used for procreation, uh, which in, itso- in and of itself does not preclude It does not preclude BDSM. BDSM. I was telling Emily Rose, hey, you can have all the kinky sex you want as long as every time you do it, you get a baby nine you're, months Or you're later. trying to get one. Or trying to get one, Yes. Um, you can procreate through BDSM sex. So there you go. Absolutely. That's not a problem. Uh, other than that one specific mandate, I'm going to focus on the New Testament because then we get in the whole oh, Jewish versus Christianity, blah, blah, blah. The New Testament says virtually nothing about sexual activity, mm-hmm. period, like any sexual activity. So the, the, the so much is left open to interpretation. So the way Christians will approach it as well doesn't say I can't do it. Yeah. There doesn't say I can't do it. Then if it's not if it's not in the rule book, I'm not breaking a rule. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the backlash that we see with BDSM really only goes back to the last couple hundred years, the whole Puritanism and the, shall we say, the fire and brimstone. Right, from the Old Testament. The uh, Yeah, the idea of the an angry, vengeful God. Like right. that, that, it, that is something that kind of started in the 1700s, uh, maybe late 1600s, and it really, that it's only, in the history of the 2,000 years of Christianity, this this is still a relatively recent concept that you shouldn't be doing that, and ironically, it appears nowhere in the Bible. Right, we're coming from the Victorian age. Yes, where Queen Victoria was very no. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more like <laughs> high the... collars, low I'm dresses, thinking, buttoned up, nine layers underneath the skirt. <laughs> I, I'm thinking even more before that, like Calvinism, like you know, pre-Revolutionary right. War America, 1700s America, where you know we're still settling in the colonies and all all that good stuff. I think yeah. Salem witch trials, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Puritans. Yeah, Puritans. But but when we look at that kind of stuff, I mean, I, you go way back like that. The, I think that most of the where those Puritan stuff comes from comes from the Old Testament. Yeah, which comes out of Judaism. We talk about Leviticus. When you interpret Leviticus. Oh, that's a long, hard, dreadful read. <laughs> it's just, you're not allowed to do anything. Um, what do you mean I can't go to Red Lobster? <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I like to say the nice thing about being an atheist is that you study religion quite a bit and you kind of understand things that maybe people who are religious don't totally get themselves. Well, I, I think I think they, they kind of turn a blind eye to it because they You're have right. faith. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, and I'm not saying your faith is wrong. No. It's not what I'm getting at here. I'm saying very often we'll just take it, you know, it's, it's rote, therefore I don't even have to question it. Yeah. Because you're putting faith in your leaders, mm -hmm. as, as, you, as someone should. In any organization, be it religion Absolutely. or business or family, you should trust the people in front of you to be making those right decisions. Absolutely. And, um, as but I will also say, you know, as, as a Christian, as, as someone who's Catholic, I go, God's perfect. Man is fallible, and religion is man-made. Mm -hmm. I once asked my father, I said, how come you never pushed me to go in the military? Because he was two tours of duty in Vietnam, 24 years. He said... Wall Street, they would have eaten you alive because all you do is ask questions. You ask why, 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 why. Yeah. Yeah, they would have, they would have, they would have eaten you alive. It's like they, they would have murdered you. Okay. Blanket party, first night. All right. That's really all we have for Christianity. Um, I, and I know that sounds like, you know, the big elephant in the room for most of us here in America. Yeah. How, how do we just gloss over it that easy? Because there's nothing, there's nothing to talk about. Because there's nothing to talk about. If, really you, look, it, if yeah. you go through the book, go through the book, present us the things that say you can't do it. Yeah. Because you, if you bring up the homosexuality parts from Leviticus, nothing in BDSM says you have to do homosexual acts. Exactly. If you bring up sodomy, there are a bunch of different arguments as to... The, the root of the word yeah. being that sodomy comes from it's, it's gay sex. Yeah. Um, whereas if Wall Street's with his wife and he's being pegged by his wife, technically that's sodomy. But is it? It's funny. I watch a lot of true crime. Uh, and one thing I've learned from watching true crime and listening to true crime radio and podcasts is that sodomy has become the legal term mm -hmm. for unnatural sex. Yeah. Um, it, it, everyone associates it with butt sex. Yeah. And really, if you look how various statutes define sodomy... Yeah, blowjobs are sodomy in some, yeah, in some places. In some places. You're absolutely right. It, it, so, so, yeah, don't get a blowjob in certain places because you're going to jail for sodomy. I, I wish there was more in the Bible to talk about. Not a lot of ass to mouth on that, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, there's, there's just the reason we're not covering is because there's literally nothing there to cover. You can't talk about what doesn't exist. All right. <laughs> I just got a hairy eyeball and a three-minute mark. <laughs> we, can do, we can do this in 30. Okay. You're going to do this in 30? Right. So this is what I want. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we, we got 13 minutes before we get to 30. Like, we're halfway uh, through. Okay. We'll see. All right. Um, BDSM and Judaism. Very similar to Christianity. Little bit different. Um, like Christ, unlike Christianity, practitioners of the Jewish faith have a more welcoming attitude when it comes to BDSM. Like the Bible, the Torah also takes that stance of it doesn't really discuss it right um and actually let me take a step back because i brought over I, I skipped over a very very important point um when i say that that the jewish people are more open to bdsm apparently uh, this article even mentions fetlife specifically oh. there's a large number of jewish bdsm groups on fetlife you don't really see that with christianity uh you don't really see that with islam but you, there's there's almost i don't want to say a subculture i really wish twisted Janie was here to talk about this but we'll get her next time uh, and it does mention it's more popular with the millennials and the boomers. Uh, something happened with Gen X. Um, the that Cosby they, Show. Yeah, go on. <laughs> God, I wish we could make fun of Bill Cosby. Weinstein came in and said no. Yeah, we're not doing yeah. That. Um, 
there's something with a lack of interest with with the forty to sixty crowd. Uh, <laughs> the, the article. Happy post- days, man. <laughs> the article postulates. 50's household. That's what we did. We just got fifties household. And we went. No, it's good enough. <laughs> the article postulates that, and it makes sense if you think about the themes in uh, Jewish history, mm-hmm. the idea of slavery, bondage, redemption. Um, BDSM can become not just a form of role play, but the form of uh, therapy sure. uh, and almost religious expression. We've, we've, they, we've talked about that on yeah, the show. They, they said that even some uh, practitioners of the Jewish faith will quote Torah verses during BDSM. So it becomes almost like a religious, I'm going to tear up my hair, I don't want to make this comparison, but if you think about the old uh, snake handling revivalist churches, like right. it almost, that's kind of their way of religion in action. It's okay. their way of, of expressing their religion wow. through through, okay. through action. I know I just compared Judaism to snake handlers, and that sounds terrible. That's not what I meant. That's But I couldn't think of a better analogy. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's it's more than At just... At Wall Street 711. There you go. I, this, you know where that goes. Wall Street puts his foot in the mouth for the 8,000th right time. <laughs> My point is it's more than just... I've been to a lot of Catholic churches, and other than standing up and sitting down and shaking hands, you really don't do much. And kneeling. And... <laughs> The very first time I was in a Catholic church, uh, my a friend of mine. <laughs> How do you back on Christianity? <laughs> go, ahead, go on, go on, go on. Very first time in a Catholic church, a friend of mine. Uh, he needed to go to confession, uh, so I drove into Reading with him, and uh, he, we went to go sit down in, in the pews. And the kneeler, the bar was up. The kneeler, the kneeler is that what it's called? It's called a kneeler. And I looked at it and I said, "Oh, it pulls down, pulls down, put my feet up." Oh. My, my buddy looks at me. He smacks like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "That's for kneeling." I'm like. I've never been in a Catholic church. He's like, Clearly. obviously. <laughs> Go Reading, where there's a church or a bar on every corner. Pretty much. All right. <laughs> uh, um, so to reiterate, like the Bible, the Torah is essentially mum on the subject, presenting an opportunity for some to see this as tacit approval. Well, he didn't say we couldn't do it. Yeah. If it's not in the rule book, I'm good. All right. On to... Beg forgiveness, ask permission. There you go. On to Islam. Exactly. Islam is really unique. Um, you behave. I always behave just sometimes badly. Not you. The article talks about of the three major world religions, Islam oh, is, good. I would say, the least progressive. And and I, I don't mean that as an insult. When I talk about progressive, I mean if you look at the world 2,000 years ago versus the world today, Islam is the one that still clings in some ways to older concepts of um, – gender roles mm-hmm. uh, it clearly says in the quran women should be i, I don't think it says submissive i, I think that the word they use is obedient. obedient to not just husbands but to their fathers to their brothers and to to their husbands uh th- that women should o- obey for lack of a better term of, of, of what men do and men kind of have the steering wheel in society like the bible and the torah uh the quran is mum on the subject Unlike priests and rabbis, imams and Muslim clerics are more proactive. And what I mean by that is they don't necessarily endorse BDSM, but they also don't uh, downplay it. They don't shame it. They don't shame it at all. They say, hey, there's this thing out there. Uh, Quran doesn't say anything about it, so go nuts. It's, it's do what you want. Great. And uh, what I also thought was really interesting was that um, – in discussing BDSM, uh, what the Muslim faith says that uh, if you are practicing, you must promise not to inflict any physical, mental, or emotional harm on other pers- participants. And that really kind of made me pause for a minute because the key word there is physical. Um, mm-hmm. I really wish we had a, a, a well, imam or a cleric. I think we we cover that. I think we've covered that more than once on our on our show. Right. 
There's a difference between hurt and harm. And that's my question. Do imams and Muslim, those who people the Muslim faith, do they make that distinction? I would. I mean, I, I guess I you. Would ha I, I guess you would have to. I. I. I and and I'm, I'm openly guessing. I don't know. Right. So I'm Catholic. Again, apparently Christians can have BDSM as long as it results in procreation. Right. So could you? You argue, live your fifties household and you right. have your procreation. So could you argue that if you are Muslim and you want to do BDSM, you can't do spanking? There's. We all know there's things other than physical violence, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. that, that are involved in BDSM. So I'd be really curious to hear what specific acts of BDSM are okay and what aren't. Okay. Um, while, uh, while Islam is very specific on the role that women play in regard to subservience uh, to men, BDSM presents an exception in that both parties must consent, must consent right. and a man cannot force his partner to engage. Which, as Emily Rose and I were talking about off air, that's really kind of unusual because we, we mentioned that in in uh, Muslim society, traditional Muslim society, the man drives the relationship. Right. You know, this is blah 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 blah. BDSM is kind of seen as the exception. A man can't say we're going to do BDSM. In in that one specific instance, women, at least from the outside looking in, appear to have a lot more autonomy than they would in other areas of, of Muslim society. In life. Right. Now, I, now look before all of you who hate on any religion go crazy we're not talking about islam where brothers will rape their sisters and then fathers will have an honor killing of the daughter mm. that's that's not where we're at here we're not fanatical yeah we're not yeah. talking about fanatics we're going to take basic yeah Broad overviews. Broad overviews, yeah. I was having this conversation. I mentioned to Emily Rose off air. There's a difference between we people what, what people say and what people do. Um, oh, yeah. In every faith, there are people, whether it be Judaism, Christianity, Islam, there are people who commit acts based upon what they think their faith says. Right. That doesn't mean that's what their faith actually says. Right. So this, this is really, we're looking at the quote-unquote sacred texts, and this is what the texts say. And if someone says, I'm Muslim or Christian or, or Jewish, and I do this in honor of Muhammad or Jesus or uh, Yahweh, don't take their word for it. We're not talking about that part of it. We're talking about, by the book, here's, the what, book, here's, here's what, what the we're book told. says. Here's what the, the book, book says. The, here's your rule book. Here's your rule book. We're, we're reading, your, reading rules. your rule book. That's all we're doing. <laughs> all right. That's, that, I just want to make sure I'm putting that out there. Gotcha. Don't, don't, don't come at us with a lot of hate from whatever religion you're at against what other, other religion there is, saying they did this and these guys did that. That's not what we're talking about here. Go ahead. Uh, Hinduism and Buddhism, not a whole lot to say there because they are two of the other major world religions. Um, but they less widely practiced. They're also kind of a little more mum on the subject as well. Uh, Hinduism, um, similarly to Christianity, Hinduism, again, does not address it outside of the idea that sex should be engaged for marriage and procreation. I forgot to mention that with Christianity. Um, no sex before marriage. So you can do BDSM if you're a Christian, but got to be married, got to be trying to make a baby. Yep. Uh, Hinduism takes the same stance. Hinduism is a little unique, though, in the fact that they do also... Um, discuss this concept of uh, Tantra, if you've heard of tantric, yep, sex, tantric sex, which I think is something that it mentions Buddhism also shares as well. Uh, and they have this little book called the Kama Sutra. I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of it. So, well, it's, it's Mama BDSM. <laughs> it's, is it, though? I mean, if you I've seen the, some of those pictures. I, <laughs> if you follow the next logical steps. It's, it's a really good picture book. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Is BDSM okay in Hinduism? I don't know. But by the way, read the Kama Sutra. Yeah, so, I was going to say, uh, you know. 
maybe, maybe they're kind of okay with it. You know, and, and now that we're going to say that, let's kind of go back just once, go back all the way to the beginning. When we talk about Christianity, and maybe you just said this, and, and, and I'm not catching it the way you worded it, but, you know, procreation for sex, you have to be married. Yeah. But we've also said on the show a thousand times, BDSM doesn't necessarily mean sex. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Um, there's lots of things we can do in BDSM that are inherently not sexual. It may lead to sex. It may be a form of foreplay that gets you to sex, but in and of itself, is it sexual? Doesn't have to be. Like branding some guy's ass at Bike Week. Hey, I had a good time. He deserved it. He <laughs> every single It was a very good brand, by the way. Thank yeah, you. it was. But I mean, I, I, I could tie Fetish Model Emily Rose up and take her out somewhere. We're not having sex. Yet. Now, later on, <laughs> you know, but I'll tell my priest we were doing that for procreation. It'll be fine. Um, okay. I would say that 99% of my scenes have been non-sexual. There. See? So, going back to and, Christianity. Go and finally, Buddhism. Buddhism is probably the most, for lack of a better term, loosey-goosey. Uh, like Christianity, Judaism, and Hinduism, and Buddhism, uh, it does not address BDSM per se, but rather focuses on the concept that all sex should be based on consent. So it doesn't even bring in the whole idea of be married and try to have babies and all that stuff. As I mentioned this before the show, as someone it's like, who, are you being nice? This one, you're being nice. Yeah. No, pretty much. I mean, as someone who went through some soul searching in college and explored Buddhism as possibly a path I wanted to follow, it, it's all about this concept of enlightenment, which is basically, yeah, it's kind of just like. Be a good person. Yeah, be a good person. That's all you got to do. Don't hurt people. You know, that includes yourself and do good deeds to unto other people. Check so. Richard Gere's Twitter. See if we can get him on board. Be a good person. Good things will happen. Be it's going to cost us a hamster. You know that. Oh, my God. Still got it. So rumor is he has a house that was not too far from the high school I went to, and uh, I always wanted to go drive out, just be like, what's up? He's one of my favorite actors. I bet. <laughs> now he's not going to come on the show. Now he's not. <laughs> now he's not going to come on the show. <laughs> All your Before fault. we had a shot. Now, yeah. not so much. <laughs> just don't let him They're listen like, to the What does Scientology say on it? You know, we haven't talked about Scientology yet. You know... I didn't look at that, and now I want Some, to. Somebody hit Tom Cruise's Twitter up. See if what is Lord, come on the show is, and talk does, to us about it. What does Lord Zeno approve of this? This is what Scientology actually believes. That's not clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, so, I'm sorry. Damn it. That was. I, but, but, I may have to. I may have to block no, that no, but, out. No, but clearly, whenever it comes to BDSM, people are confused. Whenever it comes to the science of it, because people are confused as to what it does for the brain. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So absolutely. That's but but subject. Scientology, its sister religion, Mormonism. Uh, I, oh. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, it's fine. For fuck's sake. Um, went there. It's definitely going to be the show that gets us kicked <laughs> off YouTube. Yes. <laughs> it's one of us excommunicated. I was already we, driving we that bus. I was, I was on that show. bus already. <laughs> Google David Cross Mormonism, you'll understand. Okay. Um, I would be curious to see what they have to say about it as well. I mean, I, I think it's probably... You know what? I'm sure we could reach out to them and they'll tell us. Yeah. Uh, I, my guess, knowing what I know about Mormons and Mormonism and the Book of Mormon, um, they probably are crazy anti-BDSM because they remind me very much of the, of the Puritans of the 1600s mm -hmm. and 1700s that not only should sex between marriage and, and um, you know, for procreation, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they said anything but missionaries, not cool. All right. Despite what MormonGirls.com says, which is a great porn site. Go check it out. 
Dude, I didn't make the site, all right? Just because I paid $25 a month to watch oh some videos. Oh, my God. What did we miss? What, what did we miss? Just put it in the entire website. Drop it in the comments below. Thanks a lot for hanging out in the chat. For Fattish Marlon Lee Rose, Wall Street. For Sparky. Hey, Sparky, you still okay over there? Yo. All right. And for and for Chapin, I'm your host, Mr. Non Vanilla Trust. Did you have anything else that you wanted to put in? No, I think I burned the show to the ground. Okay, at this point. thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot for hanging out with the Cable Roman Podcast. Sincerely, if you have something. I almost said if you had something meaty to give the show. If you have constructive criticism. constructive information that you can give us so we can enlighten in a meaningful way our audience and our viewers, please reach out to the show, envytrist at gmail.com. Our Twitter handles are in the video description below. Reach out to us. Give us uh, – we want factual information. Don't give us your opinion or what – or what somebody said to you once. I'd like if you're going to give us information, we really want backed up, you know, citations, that kind of stuff. All that shit that your eighth grade English teacher wanted you to put in your essay, and and like you know your your tenth grade, you know, philosophy teacher wanted in, in in your in your yeah, put all of your citations. I want you. We need your work so we can back it up and and make sure that we're putting out correct. And, and, and let me also add, while it seems I've been a little harsh on the show, I will admit I am a very open-minded person, even though it doesn't sound like it. He is, Please, really. I, I encourage feedback. I would not say anything on air that I would not be willing to discuss in a respectful manner. Yes. So if you have concerns, please, I yes. want to have this. Con we, we, we learn by sharing ideas. So right. let's share those ideas. Yeah, we'll share the ideas. We will have the conversation. Um, you know, now, on the show, of course, you know, we're going to. <laughs> Certainly, we, we take a little entertainment value to to what we, we do, fun. but we do we do definitely poke fun and stir the pot every once in a while. But that doesn't mean that we can't do it in good fun and still be intellectual about it. So, let us know what your thoughts are. Like, comment, subscribe, share it with all of your other sexy social media. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trust. For the rest of the K101 podcast, we will catch up with you live show on the 28th. I will be fresh off the boat. God help us all. God help us all. Are we going to do this as a as a Halloween show? Yeah, I think we have to now. No, we have to now. Fetish Marlon brought brought it up. We have to do it as a fetish. All right. Yeah. Are we is, are we doing like can? All right. We're gonna do a hot. We're gonna do a Halloween show. Apparently. I gotta think of a costume now. I'm coming back as Florida Man. <laughs> You're Florida Man, all right. I am. Thanks a lot for hanging out with K1 Podcast, guys. Chapin, kick us out. <laughs>
Can I smell it? Now a word from our sponsors. Dare for men. Use it anyway. Adult supervision recommended. Just do it! You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. I will do whatever it is that you want. They don't even pay me to be here. Oh, I'm very wet. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yeah, pull them pants down.